What's up, everybody? It's your old friend, John Middlecoff. I'm here to tell you about our friends at Game Time. Here's what I need you to do. Go to your smartphone, download a little app called Game Time. Baseball season's in full swing. Oracle Park. Been there a million times. Never doesn't live up to the hype. Go get yourself some garlic fries, a brewski, maybe uh, some ice cream. They have very good Ghirardelli ice cream there. And when you do that, promo code HAM. So download the Game Time app. Your first pair of tickets, promo code HAM, H-A-M, save $20. The A's, only going to be in the Bay Area for the rest of this season. You probably can basically go for free. Just buy a pair of tickets to any baseball game. They also have comedy shows if you want to check one of those out, or concerts. Game Time app, promo code HAM, save yourself $20. We don't even need to thank you. Just hammer that promo code. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. Middle car! Hey, behave! What do you think, uh... What do you think Pac-Man Jones' favorite song is? You want to make sure... You think it's... Money, 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 money! What was the song with, uh... About the pimp. It's hard out here for a pimp. Hustle hard or hustling or... Remember that movie? Uh, not Don Cheadle, but it, it was after... I can't even remember, but it was about some money. Yeah, I don't hustle, know. it was... You think the hustle, 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 hustle and flow. Hustle and flow. flow, yeah. Hard hustle out here flow. for a pimp. Yeah, so I, I can see that be Pac-Man's favorite song. So for people who, who didn't see the Instagram post, you invited Pac-Man on the podcast. Well, I stumbled upon his Instagram page. He gives, I guess, a great breakdown on his stories every week about the Bengals. And I was like, this guy, I mean, smoking a joint, giving takes, crushing coaches. I'm like, this is what people fucking want now. He's got like 250,000 followers. Way better than, you know, most people on TV. Like, he's real. And he's just raw and real. So I'm like, God, I think he'd be a pretty entertaining guest. Hit him up. He wanted $1,500. Now, in fairness, like, I do make money. Doug Gottlieb every... You know, week I I get paid seventy five bucks. Do you think maybe Ease would sponsor? Uh, maybe Ease would sponsor Pac Man's appearance. I think we could probably figure something out. But I okay. honestly, I was not. I I laughed and it was funny. He's smart. Like, why his time? Why would he do a free podcast? Now, well, absolutely, I, my pushback would be like, well. Uh, Carson Palmer, I've done it with. Uh, you know, we've had John Lynch. I mean, we have fucking. Yeah, but I mean, John Lynch <laughs> works for a team. It's part of his obligation. Like, is Pac-Man promoting something? Because otherwise, yeah. it's just we're asking for thirty minutes of his time. Exactly. What I, I mean, we're making hustle. money off it. Like that's what he knows. We will make money off of that. That's why He's we smart. want to talk to him to make money. Yeah. Everyone. Well, every- no, I really wanted to talk well, to him. But more I know, for but you know what I'm saying. Yeah. We'd be profiting off. You know, whatever episode he was on, for sure. Profit off of him. It's like, what was this? Exploitation? And he knows. So he said no. No, he didn't say no. He said 1500 well, Yeah, he said 1500 he, 1, boss. Boss. 
I mean, I'm open to trying Pac- to find a way. If you said, how do you think Pac-Man will, uh, his reaction to asking for an interview? I don't know if I would have got that right, but that is perfect. That is, is fucking perfect. I, I like him way more now. Uh, what, if, what if I had said Pac-Man is going to ask for an amount of money? What will that amount of money be? I would have get. I would have been like fifteen hundred. That's that's a deal. I agree. I I would have. I would have guessed probably five grand. I would have. I would have guessed more. Three. But honestly, players start doing that more often. That's what cameo is all about. I think a lot of players just do it. Um, and again, some people just like to talk, know the guy. It's not crazy to do. When you and I do it, I mean, it's not. It's human life. You yes, don't get we talk to, to plenty do everything. people for free. That's right. That's right. Yeah, you know, hopefully I mean, you do just, some of it because you enjoy it. But yeah, <laughs> but uh, I, I get it. Don't anybody else be going get any ideas next time we ask you to come on the show? <laughs> yeah, no. maybe that's why Lewis Riddick didn't come on last week. But then he went on Mayoko's. Fuck that guy. Yeah, but he think maybe think maybe maybe thinks Mayoko's got like uh, you know Jed's ear, and that when John Lynch retires, Mayoko will help him get help him get. I got the, news, Lewis. You ain't getting the job out here. That, that, <laughs> Not with I, us I, against he, you. I, I'm mad at him. Uh, Lewis, po- you, you're you're one more lack of responded text to me. Sorry, I'm gonna start shitting on your broadcast. <laughs> Podcast brought to you by Ease Ease.com promo code Ham, or if you're a returning user, Ham10. Or if you're Pac-Man, we'll get you set up. Yep. Come on, Pac-Man. Ease.com, promo code HAM. It is the Uber Eats. How about this? The DoorDash of cannabis delivery in the state of California. From Northern California, Southern California, the Central Valley, the Central Coast, Sacramento, my homies in SAC, 916, got you covered. Promo code HAM. Get yourself edibles, pre-rolls, you name it, topicals, uh, just pre-rolls as you see pac-man we can just send him some pre-rolls and uh yeah promo code ham get twenty dollars off a purchase of fifty dollars or more or for our returning users ham 10 10 percent little haircut we love 10 percent little haircuts uh hanukkah is underway john and uh, so it's time to light them up uh do it at ease.com promo code ham or promo code ham 10 what i mean think about this gift what a great gift i know uh, wrap this put it under the tree and then light that tree uh promo code ham or Ham10 for returning users. Podcast also brought to you by MyBookie. Promo code HAM1. MyBookie oh, will match deposit. 50% of the bonus. So you put in 1,000, you get 520, you get 10, on and on and on. You'd have to bet the bonus to uh, cash the winnings out. But uh, as we know, there's, you know, you can go all day. Uh, when you win, you get paid at MyBookie.ag. Promo code HAM1. One thing you've noticed the last couple of weeks, guy, on mybookie.ag promo code HAM1, underdogs, underdogs, underdogs. When you start getting bigger point spreads, I get very, very interested. I got two games that stand out to me right now, guy. Mybookie.ag promo code HAM1, underdogs. I've been riding the Jags. The Jaguars, anytime they get more than a touchdown, they just play in these weird games. I don't know how they're doing it. Fuck, I don't even know who their quarterback is. Luton, Glennon, Bortles, uh, Mark Brunel. It doesn't matter. They are covering spreads. Jaguars playing the Titans, seven and a half, guy. Seven and a half. I like that little extra. All you got to do is a little backdoor cover. Other game that I like, I'm telling you, I think this team is going to end up making the playoffs. Vikings plus six and a half at Tampa. I just don't know if Tampa's that great. And I just, the Vikings do have a track record. Like they are used to going to the playoffs, winning games, have a playoff level coach. We anointed Arians. Who's more accomplished, Arians or Zimmer? They're like the same guy. One guy's just defense and one guy's offense. But six and a half points, does that seem a little high to you? It does. I'm with you on Minnesota having figured something out a little bit. Kirk's playing well. 
I mean, good defense, obviously. Just, their offense is good. Um, I, it's easy to kind of, you know, early on they looked so bad, everyone kind of gave up on them. They're not that team anymore. You know what's crazy, guy? Hmm. Minnesota started one and five. The Cardinals started five and two, and right now they're at the same point in the race at wow. six and six. Where did the Bears start? Five and one as well. They're in shambles, and they're five and seven. They just they just lost a game when they were up ten with four and a half minutes left to go in a game with the ball. That happened against they, the Lions. Actually, I kind of like uh, who I like. Uh, what's the line on their game? It's not that big. It's um, I saw it it's earlier. One. Yeah, it's I, one. I like, and they're playing the Texans. The Texans. Uh, yeah, to, to me, it's just I, I'm sorry, Bad Nagy. Team. I'm, yeah. Stay, stay away. Stay away. <laughs> out of uh, out of love and faith, uh, as you know, John, I already am on the Raiders plus two and a half. That happened a couple days ago. It's now plus three. If you happen to like that against the Colts, but we'll get to that game coming up. And I'm sure we're going to talk about this guy a lot. The Lions. I kind of they're getting points again. I talked to a buddy in the league yesterday. He's like, I, I think at minimum Stafford's getting a one and a two. He just—he's like I watched the tape against the Bears. Like yeah. he's still just so okay. talented. You know what my reaction to that is? Okay, yeah, I'm, okay, cool. W- do you want us to drive you the picks or send them via email? <laughs> <laughs> like what, like what, how do you want to receive them? Yeah, would you, like, we, we'll even make we, the pick for you if you want. You yeah, can sit on the couch. Can we, can we DM you? <laughs> what, do, what do we do? <laughs> you know, you want some Christmas gifts as well? Can we direct deposit that? Uh, you can have that pick in your account by I the end the, of the day. I, I think EOD. the key to watch. And my educated guess, I have no inside information on this. I do think he is going to ask for a trade. I don't know, quote unquote, demand, but like it's to, I, I want to go. And I do think if you're a new GM and a new coach, it's an easy time to facilitate that and just impart. Right? Yeah. They, but but it makes it been easier. Through this song and dance. I've been through the song and dance. Let's just start over. Here's the thing, though it makes it easier to do that if. If Detroit it, right now they're five and seven, like are they going to be seven and nine or are they going to be five and eleven? Because it makes it a lot well, easier for well, me to do that. Well, if he's I'm five good. And he's 11. good enough to get him to at least probably probably six and ten, maybe seven and nine. Well, John, as Twitter likes to say, it's problematic. Yeah, <laughs> that's problematic. Uh, I'll have to get to today, including how about my new backdrop for those of you Fuck. on YouTube? Looks fantastic. I think it looks pretty good. Shout out to Jovan. I'm going to put a hole in it. Shout out to Jovan at my local uh, FedEx Kinko's with the hookup. Where do you guys have FedEx down by you? Fillmore Street. It's right. not, it doesn't always open on time. And, uh, you know, it's got, it's, they play a little loose and fast with the hours. But, uh, yeah. you know, the people there, hey, you know, thumbs up. Times. Thumbs up. I'd imagine it's getting a lot of use during everyone working at home, right? A lot of, a lot of ship. Friday in the afternoon is the worst time to go to a FedEx because people are trying to get things out. Good point. All right. I think when we talked at the beginning of the year about Alex Smith being like a comeback player of the year, it was in the context of he'll come back, take a, you know, kind of celebratory snap, and that'll be the end of it. Not he's going to have the Washington football team in playoff contention. Not he's going to be turning the organization around with cancer fighter Ron Rivera. Not he's going to be coming, unfortunately, really in a normal year, Alex would be walking into Levi Stadium in front of a packed house. He would get a standing ovation this year, right? This Sunday would be a standing. There'd be like a video for Alex. It'd be a whole thing this week. For sure. It's pretty wild. I mean, you're telling me before we started, you think it's underrated as a story. I'm with you. Yeah, man. I I think it's probably one of the more underrated human interests slash sports stories in recent memory. And a huge part of it is just election, uh, pandemic, everything going on. 
guy, any human being that watched that E60, when he was talking about coming back, it was more, it was inspirational to watch the plight back from lo- almost losing his leg to just being able to walk. And I, I, it tears you up. It, it was a powerful watch. At no point in time, the most, maybe people in his circle, but the most optimistic people had to be like, this is nuts coming back. Not only nuts, I think you wa- we watched it. We did a video about it at the time. We're like, do you, uh, no, don't do it, right? <laughs> just, yeah, just, just walk away. Please. But yeah. but there's a reason that, you know, I and I think you see this, you know, going on right now in society, that people like Alex don't give a shit what other people think. And I, I think the faster you can get to that point in time as a human being in life, it's easier to operate. Now, there are, I, I just thought it would be physically impossible for him to run. I, I thought it would be physically impossible for him ever to get cleared. Clearly, he has not only got cleared. And then that first game, when he played against the Rams... And Kyle Allen got knocked out, and he came in, and it was like, oh, my God, Alex can't move, and Aaron Donald sacking him and jumping on his back. I'm like, this guy's going to get killed. And then he's gone on. They started winning. Now they're 5-7. and seven. They're in the mix to win the division. I mean, they're. I, I think Giants have the tiebreaker over them, but they have the same record, and who knows? The Giants lose this week. They win. I mean, they are – they could be in the – Alex Smith could be a playoff quarterback. It's not by any means inconceivable December 10th as we're recording this. And that's – I would have bet a thousand dollars impossibility for several factors. One, he just wouldn't get back on the field. Two, the Redskins or the Washington team was going to suck. But most importantly, like, how's he going to get on the field? He's not even on the field. He just threw for almost three hundred yards against the Steelers. Like that's on a Tuesday. Like, think how crazy that is. Just saying that out loud. The Steelers. He just beat the Steelers. He did with a huge throw down the sideline. They uh they've lost the two games. That's why they don't have the head to head. The rest of the division is like a combined. I just did the math real quick. Two hundred and fifteen point differential, negative you're, point differential. You're saying the Giants have swept them? Yeah, I didn't know that. But Washington is a plus enough. four point differential. Well, their defense is good. Their front seven is good. That's why I think this game for the Niners is not going to be easy. Like they do have a good front seven. Chase Young. Did you see that thing go viral the other day about Tomlin? It was kind no. of like a humble brag slash prop up to him. He's like, we never lose enough games around here to get a guy like you. We need to lose a lot of games to get a guy like you. And he like gives him a high five, you know? I did and, not see But that. again, Chase Young is just making fucking plays all over the place. He's like he's like a Bosa. I mean, he's just a dominant player, right? When I say Chase Young over McGlinchey, I go, that's not good. No, you're right. <laughs> I like advantage Chase Young. You're right. There's a whole other element to like Alex Smith could win this game. I, I do think Eric Branch had a piece about it. Uh, I read on Thursday, and it was about, you know, Ron's from the area too and went to Cal. Just the two of them together, just what an insane combination it is, right, of guys work having beat and beating the odds. Um, and one thing he wrote was like, you know, when your E60 starts with viewer discretion advised, it could get a little hairy. And that's Alex. That's how, I mean, if you watched it, like it was, and you and I did, it was awful. I think the thing, and I thought this before the leg injury, that Alex had just had one of the most consistent displays of mental toughness from a professional athlete that we've seen consistently. The pressure that comes with being a number one pick, the complete dysfunction in the organization, three head coaches, seven offensive coordinators in seven years. I think it was 17 like different starting receivers in that span, like zero consistency on his roster. He had Jerry Rice came out and said, this guy is not the future of the franchise. Like I think one of the things with Alex is that he couldn't escape all the noise. Like, he did care. He did hear all of it. It was nonstop. One of the most embarrassing things I've ever witnessed from a head coach when 
uh, on Sunday Night Football against the Eagles. I, I had forgotten this till I went back and looked. It was the year before Harbaugh took over. Like they were three and thirteen, the year before Harbaugh, and Singletary starts getting David Carr warmed up on the sideline, gets in a shouting match with Alex, and then doesn't put David in, even though the crowd the crowd is chanting for David Carr, and then says after the game like he did it just to you know see get Alex's fire going or something, as if Alex Smith needed that. Uh, complete joke. I mean, really, uh, talk about misreading your personnel. A complete joke. And Alex then, like, resurrects it. Then he gets replaced by Colin, handles it like a pro, goes to Kansas City, takes the resurrection to another level. Guy, when he got replaced by Colin, they had just lost in the NFC Championship game. And if memory serves me correct, he was coming off the next year, like, the best game of his career, and he got a concussion. Like, he was playing at a – like, he – they were dominant yeah. with him. Now, didn't Colin get replaced just was like because a different he wasn't, element. It's a great point, though. He didn't get replaced because he wasn't playing well. Goes to Kansas City, happens again. Goes to Wash. I mean, gets replaced by the maybe the you know who knows <laughs> that no one's play. easier to stomach. It that is, but easier. still, like he had just he had found a home. It was working. He was bet he was better than he'd been in San Francisco. And it's they they perfect. had just lost to Tennessee at home in a playoff game. I know, I know. But Mark Mariota beat him. Yeah. Then he no, goes to Washington, and then it's like, well, really, this is how it's going to end. Huh? Him in Washington on this or this organ this shitty organization, and then the the whole thing is just wild. Well, guy, do you remember when he got injured? They were six and two with Gruden. Like they were. He had just found this sweet spot of no one thought he was a top five quarterback, but clearly everyone was acknowledging he's way better than we all thought. Yeah. Like he was a good player. For him, even to be a functional player, what scares me a little bit for him against the Niners, they do take advantage of guys that don't move that well. And Alex used to move well. Now he's much more of a pocket quarterback. It could be a tough matchup just for his, just the upper, like they do feel pretty comfortable against guys like him. Yeah. I like the Niners minus three points this week, largely because of that. But I also, I don't know, John. The other element is like Kyle Shanahan said after the game the other day, we got to win four games in a row to make the playoffs. Well, he's right. Well, I mean, we know he's right. I'm just saying, do his players fully buy into, all right, time to go after that nugget? Or are they just like, we are worn the F out. We're down here in Arizona. The seat, like, yeah, it's a long shot, even if we win the next four. Like, do, what do the Niners have this week? I Washington think- has way more to play for to me than the Niners do because they're such a you're just such a Hail Mary we're Washington I mean every win like they are just you're saying just because Washington win the could division. just win their division well that's the, that's yeah. their option to yeah. win the division they could win the division at seven and nine the Niners like they go through they go split two and two, two so they go the seven and nine it's irrelevant for them. the same record <laughs> well, I know but it's also I actually think big picture it might be better for the Niners to lose I think there's a chance if you lose three of these last four you're six and ten and have a top ten draft pick and you're in position because let's face it, if they end up going seven and nine, you know, you're picking fourteen, you'd rather just win one less game and probably be at nine and just be in position to have options. And that's the key. Now, I just think Kyle's good enough that who knows, things could get weird. But I, I think there's a decent path for them to go one and three these last four games. And this would be a game they could potentially lose. Now, if they win this they could probably beat the Cowboys, and then even if they lost their last two, they're at seven and nine. But if, I, if they lose this game, are you with me that they have potential to get to like they could be six and ten? Yeah, for sure. And and then I think the other element becomes I would just start betting on them as a bounce back team next year, especially if Arizona can find a way to win a couple games, and the Niners can end up with a last place schedule in twenty twenty one. 
So well, it doesn't seem pretty impossible for the Niners not to finish last place. Well, I don't know. I mean, Arizona. What's what Kyler's? Are, Kyler's kind of banged up. There's they, they they're play, six and they, six. Niners win this. They week. play the. They play at the Giants. Do you they, like? Who do you like in that game? I mean, probably I like the Giants. I uh, no, no, no. Sorry, the Cardinals. Well, but Kyler's hurt. Like he's not healthy. I know, but that's part but of the problem. Cole, I mean, was Daniel? Yeah, I mean, it's just or Daniel. They, right. Not, okay, so the Arizona wins that game. If the Niners were to lose, it'd yeah, n- then over. it's over. But. But, I mean, what, 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 what's Arizona? Lost five of six? Yeah, you would rather finish in fourth place than third place. Double whammy. Unless you're making schedule. the playoffs, yeah. Yeah, and they're not. So, fourth place schedule, draft picks. This is cool, though, man. Watching Alex in this spot. I just, I wish he had a crowd. Well, hopefully he'll get, I don't know how it'll match up if they'll ever, if he'll ever have a chance to play a road game against the Niners again, but. Well, not last place schedules. I guess the first, <laughs> yeah. and a first place schedule, Washington. <laughs> yeah. Raiders, Colts. This is why we play the games, John. I mean, seriously, why you this lift is all what, them weights. This is why you lift all them weights. <laughs> you just watched the program, didn't you? Uh, yeah, I did. Um, yeah, man, this is this is all you can ask out of the buildup for a football game, I think. And unfortunately, the Raiders shouldn't be in this position, but they are. And it could have been worse. But here they are at 7-5. and five. Baltimore, who plays, is that game Monday night against the Browns? Yeah. They're 7-5. and five. Indy's eight and four. Miami is playing the Chiefs this week, and Miami's eight and four. Cleveland, by the way, playing that Ravens game Monday. They're nine and three. So, I, you know, you have the head to head, but you got to keep up with them. Um, Titans playing the Jags because them and Indy have the same. Record. Titans playing the Jags. The Titans are eight and four. What does this mean for the Raiders? Uh, I think it's twofold. One. If they don't win this game, they're not going to make the playoffs, in my opinion. I, I just don't see a path, uh, and that that's kind. Of, it's irrelevant, kind of what happens in the Baltimore Browns game. But if they lose this game and Baltimore were to beat the Browns, I, I think the Raiders are fucked. As a double whammy, assuming Titans beat the Jaguars, and Indy, if the Raiders lose this game, that means Indy wins. <laughs> so it's like, how does you'd have both the Titans and Indy would be nine and four? The Browns already have nine. This is where going back. Regardless what happens in the Jets, how they got there, they won it. But that Atlanta game is gonna gonna fuck them if they lose this game. Like th- this would not have been must win if they were eight and four. It would have been a big game, right? But it would we'd be like, well, things can check out. How do they at seven and six with a loss to Indianapolis, with Indy with nine, if Tennessee's at nine, and if, well, honestly, they would be rooting for Baltimore to lose. They, and obviously, to me, Miami probably falls out of it. So I'm not even considering them. I'm more considering Baltimore. They would need Baltimore to lose. I'm basically looking at it three teams for two spots. Because I the Browns are in. And Raider fans are like, what do you mean? They, they got nine fucking wins. And they still play the Jets. So that's ten. Like, they, they're getting to ten. Even if they will one and three. And I think they're better than that because they play the Giants too. They're, like, they're going to be favored in the Giants game. So, But if they get to ten, like, they're getting in it. Ten and six teams don't miss. So they're in. If if Indy and Tennessee wins, that means to me both those two teams are in right at nine and four. They're both going to end up with ten wins. Whoever doesn't win the division is going to be the wild card spot. And then Baltimore, if they're winning, we've already talked about their schedule. Like they're just in a pretty good spot, and it's pretty clear when you watch them with Lamar. Like that's a ten win team. It might yeah. not be like thirteen like it is last year, but the Raiders win this week, they're in good shape. Yeah. Then you're yeah. just like you start controlling your own destiny, and, and guy. 
I, I, it's easily the biggest game Derek's played in four years, right? Since that MVP season, like this is the biggest game of his career of the last of the contract era. Like this is it. He's like, had some big ones. It's just they keep getting bigger, right? Yeah. Like the Chiefs game was big. Going into it, that was a big game. Um, you do get paid a lot of money to win this game. Like, like they pay you all that money. What what was the st- uh, Greasy's? You get paid for third down and red zone. And I think from a macro standpoint, quarterbacks get the guys that get paid $25, $30 million. I'm basically paying you, obviously, to beat the shitty teams, but to put me in position to beat the good teams, right? To beat win yeah, playoff games, you, win I, games that are going to get me into the playoffs sure. against other playoff teams. And, the, and what are playoff games? Playoff games are the games where you may not throw for 350 yards, three touchdowns, no picks. Playoff games are the games where it's just going to be a knockdown drag out, and you might be having a bad day. You might have been sacked three times. And this team can do that. They've given up the third fewest passing touchdowns in the league. They're good against tight ends. Yeah, um, they have Jonathan Taylor, the best defense like you're, in the league. You're, and your defense stinks. Jonathan Taylor, as long as he's holding on to the football, it's like five yards of carries the last two games. But here's the other thing, and I've played this guy in fantasy. Hines is a pretty unique little chess piece. Yeah. Pittman Jr. has kind of come. I'm watching Pittman Jr. going, God, T.Y. T.Y.'s playing Sne- all right. Sneaky been making plays. Yeah, so been. it's like, I actually think... If you're the Raiders, you feel good about one thing about this team is like we feel comfortable playing Phillip Rivers. We've done it for mm-hmm. since Gruden's been here. He has not played well. I you feel good about Rivers. The rest of their team, like if the Colts had a good quarterback, I would say the Raiders have no shot. Yeah, but because I mean, they don't, wouldn't you like I would argue in some ways the Raiders' ceiling can be higher than the Colts. Now the, I agree. Pro- the problem with that is their defense limits their ability to have a high ceiling. But Phillip can kind of make their defense a little better because he can't move. He helps yeah. out a defense that doesn't really get to the quarterback that much. They do just, but they, you know what's weird is the Colts want to play a little like the Raiders and they really just want to shove it down your throat running the ball, control the clock, and just play defense. Well, like the, the Colts, had, they just won the game last week against Texans 26 to 20. They feel very comfortable in like an ugly game. We've talked about this, and the Raider fans know. The Raiders do not. Like when they're winning, typically it's like 34 to 22. You know, it's like it's a little bit higher scoring. They're not winning many ugly games. Well, they want to be Josh Jacobs, Jonathan Abram, right? That's what they that's that's who they want to represent their team. But, but by the way, both those guys coming off injuries. But it's just their defense isn't good enough to to they just they they can't keep you down enough to play that. It, way. It's hard it, it's hard to run it on this team. I know Henry yeah. did, but Buckner was out. I think Autry was out. Buckner came back last week and had like four pressures and two sacks. Like he's Buckner's going to be a first team all pro this year. <laughs> you know, it'll be one of those, you know, hopefully long term the Niners look back more fondly, but in the short term, the Colts they couldn't have got anything more out of this guy, right? He's everything and more. Yep. So, how do you block that guy? Now, Rodney Hudson's one of the best players in the league. Trent Brown's coming back this week. But I the one thing I'd say for Trent Brown is like Buckner missed a game because the COVID list and so it's like he didn't really – he just came back, hit the ground running, he was fine. Brown, uh, like in four? theory, he's a good player. But, like, when – I I don't know. I mean, he comes back. I remember the last game he came back in. Remember he had to limp off the field. I, he's – Jacobs, to me, is reliable. Abram is reliable in the sense that I know what type of player he is, and if he's on the field, he's going to be flying around, hitting people, and getting probably smoked in the passing game. Trent, like, could – uh, play in, just be like walk over to the sideline. I, I don't. To me, I don't know what to expect from him. And against a top flight defense, that is pretty important to feel good about. Like, is my tackle? Is he going to play the whole game? Is he going to? Is something up? Is does he want to be here? It has been a pretty bizarre season with him. 
They're yeah. clearly not on the same page. No, no. I I mean, you need a right tackle. But they just they just need him to fucking just... Can we just get a couple good games out of you, exactly. please, for, for the $40 million we've paid you? Can you just give us four more? Because um, if he does, it'd be a huge boost for them, right? It would be, but I think you're right. Again, this is... In the NFL, we don't always get this for the last playoff spot because usually there's not enough of these teams. But because Baltimore's had some issues, they're in this position. And even we're recording this before Thursday Night Football. Who knows what the... Are the Patriots going to be 7-6 and six by the time the Raiders hit the field on Sunday? I, I, they're not favored tonight, but again, you'll you'll know the answer. To but that to me, the even listen. that game, like they're behind, like that game's no, somewhat I know, but, irrelevant. But they, but it's not if they're both seven and six, they beat them. exactly. But my point is just Baltimore's not usually the kind of team you end up in a playoff race with. And the fact is that Miami, the uh, to me, the odds are stacked against them just based on their schedule because they play the Patriots, then they play at the Raiders, then they finish at the Bills. That's what see, Miami. See, I, I've, I, you know what's crazy. I've already discounted them. I have too, but I, I, they've got it. Like, if they look good this week, it'll be like, oh, I do think we'll get to them. I think it's a it's two as biggest weekend on the field yeah. against the Chiefs. But no, I'm with you. I think everyone's discounted them. But the fact is, they lost of their four losses, John. Three of them came in the first four weeks of the season. Because if the Ravens beat the Browns, I think people will start saying like, how are the Ravens not going to be in the playoffs? Right? Yeah. What could yeah. be huge for the Raiders? Is you beat Indy and the and the Browns take care of business for you? Yep. Really, if you're the Raiders, you start rooting for the Browns. Just take hold of a spot, knock the Browns out. That's right. Yep. Same because with the, the Browns. The you Browns. have to be a game better than the Browns. Yeah. Because they beat you. So. Uh, no, the the Raiders beat the. Browns. I'm sorry. Yes, you can be even with the Browns. Yeah, but but the, but they're already so far behind them. It doesn't to me. I don't think they're catching them. I don't think anyone's catching because they're getting to ten, and I don't see the, I don't see the like the, to me the Raiders aren't getting to ten if they lose this game because they're not they're just it's not happening. Yeah, um, they uh, and they got the Giants and the Jets, the Browns. Yeah. So that's your point. They're getting to ten because of that game. Yeah, I actually think there's probably a pretty decent chance they win eleven. Right? They they are just better than the Giants. Who's calling this game? By the way. Is this someone DM me yesterday? Is like, is it Ro- Romo Nance? And I was like, well, it might be. Is the game at one twenty five or one hundred five? Uh, I God, it should be Romo Nance. Honestly, well, is it, could it be? If it's at one hundred five, it's not them. Yeah, it's one hundred five. So, so, but there's not. They're is on Falcons game? Chargers. That's the one twenty five game. Some Unless there's, might. you know what? There's two NFC games that are both. There's. Packers, Lions, and Saints, Eagles. No, they could be doing a morning CBS game. Uh, normally, there's an easy way to Patriots, Rams, Dolphins, Chiefs. Uh, maybe 14? Dolphins. Dolphins, Chiefs would make a lot of sense, right? Yeah, we I got 14. it right here. My guess is Dolphins, Chiefs, and your guess is right. Okay. Thank the, goodness the Raiders have. What time's the Raider game? 105. They got Ian Eagle, Charles Davis. All right. Evan Washburn. That's what I'm talking about. Niners got Myers, Greg Jennings. Okay. Here we go. Listen to us when we tell you Hawthorne.co, promo code HAM, for 10% off is the way to go. Improve your self-care routine. Before we did the show today, I got I got ready for the day, John. I actually took a morning shower. Not usually my MO. 
Uh, usually wait, do the workout, then afternoon, but I went morning and it felt good because I got the body wash from Hawthorne. I got the shampoo. I got the conditioner. I got the deodorant. I got the face cream, which is fantastic, especially here in the winter months when I my skin gets really dry. Then I went with the hand cream and um, I was ready to roll, man. Hawthorne.co, promo code HAM. Yeah, can't recommend it enough. You simply go to Hawthorne.co, uh, promo code HAM, Hawthorne.co. You fill out the quiz. The quiz asks you questions about what type of hair you have, what type of skin you have, what you drink, what you eat. It gets it gets down to the nitty-gritty about what you like in life and how your body's going to react. For Like I said, hand creams, face creams, face washes, shampoos, obviously a little cologne. You want to smell good. The cologne. The honeys. The cologne's kind of the headliner. Your girlfriend. Yeah, the cologne is a game changer. I can't recommend this enough for Christmas. Uh, we've both taken the quiz and got stuff sent to us. It's awesome. So do what we did. Take Hawthorne's quiz today and get started on your personalized self-care routine by going to Hawthorne.co, promo code HAM, get 10% off your first purchase. That's H-A-W-T-H-O-R-N-E.co, promo code HAM. Hawthorne.co, promo code HAM. Do it. So on ESPN, John, Marcus Spears said that he thought Dak Prescott would be a great fit with the 49ers um, and actually said, like, the Niners would want him and that kind of made it seem like Dak would want to be there. He called it a Marcus Spears mini bomb. Oh, one thing I appreciate about Marcus watching the clip, like he's not out there trying to like, I, I didn't get the sense he's trying to make waves. He's just telling you what he thinks. And maybe he's got a little more info. It was funny though. Did you see the clip? Then they go, they're like Schefter's here. Adam, what do you think? And Adam goes, well, it's the first time I've seen Dak connected to the Niners, but I like it. So, uh, my first reaction was I can only imagine how expensive free agent Dak is going to be, but what do you think? We can get to the number. Well, well, I want to predict the numbers here as we talk about this. Yeah, I, I saw a video yesterday. I'm, I'm actually looking for it right now. L let me play you something. Okay. I thought it was really interesting. I don't know if it's quarterbacks? Yes. Um, yeah, I don't know if it's because um, I'm a head coach. Maybe. I don't know. Um, but, I mean, how I eval evaluate everything is always changing. I mean, things change. People change. I mean, you start to see you, you can win football games with any type of quarterback as long as they um, are good enough. And you can be good enough in hundreds of different ways. So, um, I mean, I, I evaluate quarterbacks in terms of trying to find people who can have a chance to be one of those elite type guys. And there's lots of different ways to do it. I mean, you can see now there's plenty of different ways. So I don't think that'll ever change. I don't think you have one certain thing you're type looking for. You're just trying to find a guy who is better than um, about 98% of the people on this planet and or <laughs> in this country. And when you find that um, you get them and you adjust to him. What a great quote. That was the, uh, that was Kyle Shanahan. That was Kyle Shanahan this week. And you and I talked earlier this week that how could he not, some of his experience the last couple of years are going up against the elite guys. Mahomes beat him in the Super Bowl. What Josh Allen just did to him Monday night. Because he's known, and, and the way we always talk about it, I don't know him personally, so I just kind of go off what people say about him is like, Cousins, Matt Ryan, and in fairness, he does like those guys. He likes Kirk Cousins. And I've even come around a little bit like, yeah, I can see it. If Cousins was on this team, they'd be pretty good. Uh, now, I'm not the biggest Kirk Cousins He'd guy. He'd win 10 games with Kirk Cousins every year. Yeah, he's not some elite guy. But it's clearly come into his mind that I probably need an elite guy to win big consistently. Now, when I heard him talking, I, I thought the way he evaluates guys coming out of the draft, because with Dak, I, I just don't see how he wouldn't get... I know he's coming off an injury, so unless he'd sign a one-year deal, but even if he signed a one-year deal, he would just... 
to me, it'd be $30 million. And, and to me, the Niners are not in the $30 million quarterback range. One, financially, they're up against it a little bit. And two, you could always change it around and move money. But like, I, I think Dak Prescott's a good player. I cannot, and I fundamentally believe this about Goff. That's why I didn't have a problem with Wentz, even though he's worse than Goff, because his upside when he's on was elite. I have to pay top money for a guy that I think can be elite. And, for example, I think the running back market always gets shit on. But, like, I I think Sean Payton and Mike Zimmer would be like, listen, I I don't love paying running backs, but Dalvin Cook and Alvin Kamara are the best players on our team. Right? And Zeke was, too. He just got slow right off the bat. But, like, you pay those type guys. Like, I I don't mind Joey Bo. I don't mind paying elite guys elite money. George Kittle, Travis Kelsey, like uh, Devontae Adams, whoever. That's why our pushback with Amari Cooper. But quarterback... More than those guys because the number's so high. It was like, you know, guy, I didn't love paying Amari $20 million a yeah. year. I think he's probably worth 15 There's a big difference to going, well, like 20 is still a lot less than 32 right? That's Think how many players you can sign with $12 million. So I, I when we talk about overpays, there is nothing like a quarterback overpay because of the number it's at. So I, I just... I think Kyle would like Dak, and if you told me Dak Prescott was the 49ers quarterback next year, I would say Dak Prescott's a better player than Jimmy, assuming he comes back fully healthy. I, I just don't like him at $31 million a year, 35 or whatever he's going to yeah, want. Yeah, You made me think of a lot of things there. First thing, I agree with you. I think Dak would work with Kyle. Would he be elite Super Bowl winning quarterback? I'm not sure of that, but I think he'd be better than he's been with Kyle Shanahan. That's This is why you pay Kyle Shanahan this much money. He's probably a better player than Jimmy with Kyle than Jimmy is with Kyle. Yeah, he might be a better player away from Kyle than Jimmy would be away <laughs> yeah. from Kyle too. Yeah. Um, wasn't he on a pace this year? That was a little skewed, like for he the was. historic. Yeah. Like seven thousand, seventy eight hundred. He was going to like set a record. They're going to win like four games. It's like guys. Well, he's down forty nothing in every game. Um, and no, I, it's not I his think fault. He's he's a good player. He. Is. I, I think so. Before I address the money, in terms of predicting what it would cost. I do think the way we talk, just you made me think of this while you what you were saying, the way we talk about like coaches that we want from a quarterback standpoint is really it's about scheme. We talk about him in scheme. Like, can he get the most out of this guy from his scheme? Can he offset his weaknesses? Can he accentuate his strength in scheme? We ne- we don't really talk about it from a player development standpoint much, right? We don't really talk about player development as much as we talk about scheme when it comes to coaches. Baker's probably a really good example this year. You and I love Stefanski. From, we watched the Browns early and went, this Stefanski guy's got it. We didn't love Baker. Baker's obviously playing better. That might be a combination of scheme, and it might also be player development. Like Baker going down the road that the Browns were going down as an organization, maybe that was a disaster, and now that he got his Harbaugh, and maybe he'll be better than Alex because he's certainly younger. He might have had his kind of career intervention at the right time, and maybe – from a scheme standpoint and a player development standpoint, Stefanski can change the direction of Baker's career. I think Kyle, with a younger player, we're talking about a player development situation with Kyle. And that's why signing a guy whose ceiling is not elite doesn't make more sense than drafting a guy who's maybe his ceiling's not elite either, but at least Kyle gets to develop him at a younger age at a cheaper number. And when I, you say Dak is a good example of, ultimately, the Cowboys did get that individual in the fourth round. Now, maybe the reason he fell to the fourth and he didn't go like early third or in the second, remember he got a DUI during the draft process. And it turns out like 
character is the one thing no one ever questions with him. But it's just yeah. when you get a DY before, it scares people. It didn't off. feel like he was a top two round quarterback anyway coming out of college, though, right? Yeah. So, but I'm just saying, I isn't that a good example of like Kyle? You just get the right guy with your draft pick. Yes. You can turn him into Dak Prescott. You can turn him into Josh Allen. You can turn him into whoever. Like that's your greatest attribute. I just don't see how. And the cost control, and that's where I think Kyle talking about being a head coach. You do think about things differently. And he's talked before about that Super Bowl with Dan Quinn. Like he was just in the mindset of score points. It's just, it's human nature once you get to different roles to evaluate things and grow. And everything Kyle gets credit for, if you're good. But everything Kyle gets credit for is like, God, this guy's really smart. He gets it. He gets it. He gets it. He gets it. If you're an I get it guy, then you start to understand that. And listen, Dak Prescott, if he were, like, if the Cowboys were to draft a quarterback and let him walk, someone would pay him, I'm sure. I, I'd ha- I'd be floored, given how much we think he's going to get. But even if he got 90 guaranteed, if the Niners would do that. But so, maybe, but I but I don't know. I think Kyle is a little bit of a wild card when it comes. He, he's saying all the right things, but he doesn't want to lose. No, and <laughs> I know? think maybe the Patrick Mahomes experience was eye-opening for him, just kind of dismiss dismissive of Patrick as a quarterback prospect. And again, it was a unique circumstance um, because they felt like they had a guy coming. But uh, wait, no, did they have Jimmy at that point? No, no but they remember they thought that, that was his first draft, but he thought Cousins was going to be right. a free agent. That's they were right. just going to sign right. him. Uh, I think so if was he Dak- just Was he just throwing the year? <laughs> but again, that's water in the bridge. But he, he, that's right. I, I'm sorry. I get that mixed up sometimes. But yes, he had said, he had said on the record, Kirk was going to be a free agent. I think Kirk if, was going to, Kirk was a 100% lock to come to the Niners. And then the moment Belichick traded them, it did change Kyle Shanahan and Kirk Cousins' careers. Cause then I bet yeah. Kirk Cousins realized, well, I'm probably not going to go there. That was 2018 and Kirk got $84 million fully guaranteed. Dak is, pe- is playing on the tag. Here's what Dak's looking at. Now, Mahomes. It's Mahomes' contract is so long that 450 doesn't mean anything. But Deshaun uh, Watson's contract is 111 guaranteed. Not like true, true guarantees, but practical guarantees. It's 111 million for Deshaun. The total value of the contract is $156 million. Goff is 110, basically the same guarantee, 134. Neither one of these so guys they, is So true. they basically gave Deshaun one extra just to get him more highly paid. Yeah, I guess. You're right. Neither one of those guys was a true. If we're talking about a true free agent, 28-year-old Dak, I think my guess would be. Is coming off a pretty horrific injury. He is coming right? off an ankle injury. But I, my guess, John, would be uh, in the, I think he'd get, I think he'd get in the 150 to 170, 115 to 120 guarantees. So you're talking like 33 million a year because he's on the tags 35 basically. So let's just say, I think it's fair to say even if you didn't get too aggressive that if Goff got 109 what? and he got 110, that Dak could get 111 and 160. Uh, yeah, and my right? that's where I'm guessing he'd get 115 and one yeah 150 160 exactly 115 and 160, which would be like 32 a year. Well, and for example, Jimmy Garoppolo got 70. So that would be 40, potentially $45 million more in guaranteed dollars. And and I think everyone was saying, God, Jimmy got a lot. Like, that's a lot of money, guy. For This is where I get back to. 
I don't like paying premiums for non-premiums. And Dak is just not a premium. He's a good player. I, I, when I view Dak, like, I'd love him for 20. It's like, I don't mind Jimmy for 20, even though I, I like Jimmy less for 20 when he doesn't fucking play. Like, I, I, I like Derek. At the end of the day, whether the Raiders make the playoffs or not, Derek is on a pretty fair deal, what he gives them back. He's not, an, he's not a super elite guy, but he clearly produces at a level. Like, it's just, it's just a win-win for both sides. I think immediately the pressure on Dak then to be an all-star, it gets really difficult. Yeah. And, and at the end of the day, you'd be like, well, look at these numbers he was putting up before he got hurt. From a passing standpoint, it could, I mean, he had Amari Cooper, C.D. Lamb, and Michael Gallup. Like that's For all the Cowboys' faults, their wide receiver lineup is not an issue, well, right? <laughs> well, here's what we know right now, right? No, exactly. Or their offensive line. Would he play on a better? There's no chance any team he'd go to would have better wide receivers than him, unless he went to Alabama. Alabama, exactly. <laughs> Beat me to it. Here's what we know about the Niners right now: their quarterback needs to be one of two things, elite or cheap. Those are the two options for them. Because it's not about winning ten games anymore. Because above above average and premium expensive doesn't make much sense. Doesn't help them. Because they they got they, their roster now is too. That's getting where too expensive. I, I push back. I think teams would really like him, and the market's the market. I do think it could be a little more complicated just as the smarter GMs get involved. Like, would his market be as crazy as you think? But, John, the no- I'm not saying he would not get paid, but are we sure he'd get but what, coming off an injury? Uh, it's true, but what we just named, that's what he'll— But, Desha- but Deshaun and Goff, for example— were the franchise quarterbacks? They weren't leaving. But if they, John, they if he resigns of- in Dallas, that's what he's gonna. Well, maybe now it oh. changes. But I'm just saying, like he could conceivably sign that contract that we just described in Dallas without being a free agent. Yeah, he on could. the tag, he could sign that contract. Yeah, I kind of expect him to honestly. Wh- which honestly, it would work better if he does because he'd go. Well, I just got 30 for a tag or 28 or whatever the number was plus my 115. That's remember was the cousin problem. Like yeah. we're already paying you the tag. They wanted to like add the tag. So instead of giving him one ten, they'll try to give him eighty five. Like you just put the numbers together. He's like, no, that the, that year's already over. Maybe the difference is Dak just got hurt, so maybe it changes his mindset a little. It, it you have to admit though, it is a little complicated given yeah. the Dallas. Do they keep him? They have a top pick. He is injured. I think people break. around the league, and we've seen that Sando article like but don't love he's not like some below it's not like if Deshaun Watson hit the open market or Russell it'd be a it'd be like oh my it'd be like Mookie Betts or LeBron James it's like is he gonna go to the Jaguars that's where he's gonna go the Jaguars right no they've got a high that'd be a team I'm sure that but what if they were interested but what if they have a bunch of money the Colts I guess the Colts could sign him for like 30 million dollars a year Steelers yeah he have, I'm not saying he won't have options. I just wonder if like the money is just going to fly around for him. That's fair. And maybe I'm consistently proven that I'm just wrong. Like there, it, All it takes is one, and every year one guy overpays these players. And the, the team that typically does is the Cowboys. <laughs> it's his team. That's what, that's what makes it problematic. I got to say, Middlecoff, I got to give uh, – you know how college coaches have bonuses for, eight, for like uh, grades? Stefanski mm-hmm. should get a bonus for the Browns getting flexed into primetime. And not just flexed into primetime, flexing out the Cowboys and the Niners, who while neither team is good right now, the Cowboys have never been flexed out of a primetime. I guess Sunday night's the only game you can get flexed out of. They've never been flexed out. And it's not like the Browns are playing. The Browns are, I guess they're playing the Giants. So that's a market. So that makes some sense. But 
that was still one where when I saw it, my reaction was, yeah, of course, I'd rather watch Browns Giants right now than Niners Cowboys. But it's still kind of crazy to see Niners Cowboys get flexed out for, for the Browns. So just so I'm clear. Yeah. Niners Cowboys was scheduled to be Sunday night football. Right. Correct? Correct. And they flexed it to 10 a.m. that morning. <laughs> right? They, they booted them. I mean, the game, I guess, would be noon Dallas time. But so the game got just kicked way the fuck out of there. Yes. My takeaway is pretty simple on this. The Niners right now are a flexible team. Like, you just, you're five and seven. You're not in the playoff mix. Like, sorry, you go. To me, it's not that crazy. Like, it's like, yeah, the Niners, I don't want to, they got rolled against the Bills. Even though the game was intense or whatever, but it wasn't, they're just not good enough to play with good teams. Dallas stinks. Like, the Niners at least play, Dallas is terrible. Well, now, if I wanted to make the pushback, I saw that it was the highest rated Monday night game in a while. And, and I saw some people like, oh, the Bills fans. No, we've seen it. The Niners brand, when they're relevant, they fucking do huge numbers. The Niners Cowboys. I would say jo- Josh Allen is a big, like that's, he's a star, right? No, he does. Yeah. But I just, we've seen the numbers the last decade when the Niners have been good in the mix and relevant. They fucking, the needle moves. They're the biggest brand on the West Coast for football. It ain't close. The numbers speak for themselves. But like the Cowboys I guess my point is, even if you threw both, they're both five and eight or whatever the Cowboys were. They, I guess they haven't won five games. That's Washington, New York. They won three games, and they're probably losing again this week. Well, they play the Bengals. They're four and eight, nine or whatever in the Niners. Let's say they lose, and they're five and eight. I still think you throw that game on Monday night, you probably do a good S- number. Su- you talking about or, Sunday. I mean, Sunday night, yeah. which is the most watched game. I, I do think they take a lot of pride, though. It's pretty clear they want playoff matchups. Yeah. Right? They yeah. want teams that are fighting for the playoffs. Uh, well, and the Browns, because Baker makes Because the game, w- the game would rate. It will rate. Baker's a star, and the Giants are the Giants. No, no, no. I, I meant a shitty Niner oh, team yes, and a yes, shitty yes. Cowboy team. Well, that name, there's a decent chance that game would rate higher. The, at, first of all, I agree with you on the Niners. They, they don't. You wouldn't consider flexing them in, and if you're not going to flex them in, like it's as simple as this. If you wouldn't flex a game in, then you should flex it out when you have yeah. the ability to flex. You would not at this point flex the Niners in. That said, if the Cowboys were five and seven this week right now, that game might not get flexed because guess who's five and seven? The Giants. That, that's where guy I get back to. This is more, again, I, I got no pro- I'm not trying to cape for the Niners here. If they suck, they don't deserve to go to the playoffs. I'm rooting for them to lose every game out. The Cowboys are the main culprit here. Well, they're all they four and five time this, this year. <laughs> you see that? But, they, but they are, they're a lifeless bunch. They are, when I watched them, I went, yeah, that's what a four win team looks like. Like they, they look bad. They are a. That looks like a team to, who's going to fire their coach, but they may not. Don't, don't you know, think but. that's one thing they take a lot of pride in Sunday Night Football? Absolutely. Even when it comes to the records, is like, we can't do lifeless squads. Like we need effort. And the one thing the Giants are right now is like, the guy, they fucking fly around. They tap, they just, like, they beat the, the Seahawks' ass. Well, well, I think the easy, one of the easiest ways to think about a football game is like, in this case, we'll use Sunday Night Football. What are Al and Chris going to say when they come on camera? What is the open? How do you sell this game in two minutes? And the Cowboys-Niners is you can't sell that. Like, other than, boy, remember the 90s? (laughs) (laughs) What else do you say? (laughs) Yeah. How about them Cowboys, Jimmy? I mean, this one's easy. It's like the Giants are hot. The Browns have never been this good. Baker Mayfield is maybe he's turning into turning the corner. This is historic. The Browns' greatest season of our lifetime. Here we go. 
New York yeah. market. What's up? Done. I agree. Joe Judge fought a guy and he'll fight you too. So. I like Joe Judge. He can't, he's come a long way from making Jason Garrett do gassers after, uh, you know, uh, false starts. Uh, yeah, that's a better motion, motivational tactic than anything anything, anything do, Lynn do, has do, tried. Do you think Herb Street last week when he said Harbaugh was going to dodge him, and I think it came out, I saw Bruce Feldman say they only have 45 players, potentially Michigan, and I heard Coward or someone else say that there are rumors also that Ohio State's got some issues, even though there's not public. You don't think any chance like Michigan could have played and didn't play? Like I legitimately no, had to I would out. say no chance. First of all, from a financial standpoint, even if you're rich, it's just here's the other thing with Michigan specifically. Remember, Michigan was one of the leaders in the Big Ten that didn't want to play. So, and when I when I say that, I don't mean Harbaugh didn't want to play. I just mean quote unquote like from a safety standpoint, they're not cutting any. Corners. No, Har- Harbaugh wanted to. Their university president. The universe, That's what I'm. Yeah, Michigan did not yeah. want. They have an Ivy League president. The Ivy League was the first to cancel. That's how he thinks of himself. Like, so they're not messing around. Like, this is not my point. Being once you're down to 45 scholarship guys or whatever the number is, it's not. There's no. There's no. This isn't a choice. You go. Why would I play that game? I can't. I Here's, cannot play that game. I cannot. I guess we'll learn more in the next couple of weeks. Do you think Harbaugh would have a big market in the NFL? No. It's dramatically dwindled from what it would have been three or four years ago, where owners would have wanted them. What GM would want to work with them? I don't think many. And, a, and it'd be expensive. What, and in what world, after you saw what he did in Michigan, would you feel good about like letting him dictate the GM? But I also don't right? think Michigan's in a position to fire him at this point. No, he, I mean, he's more than likely going to stay. But there is a chance that we'll find out more in the next week or two that it's like, you know, Harbaugh is just not coming back. It's not inconceivable. No, it's not. But I just think if I'm Michigan, I'm I go, with, yeah. No, it's not. You're right. Would he get another job next year? NFL or just any job? Is he hireable? I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I could see Isn't him that crazy? not working, but how could you? But what's it, the but sell it, But in fairness, point? I haven't read that many stories at Michigan, and maybe it's just because it's not getting out, that it's been a contentious relationship. But did you read them at Stanford? No. But when he left, people were like, oh, thank God. Yeah. Read him in the Niners. Read him in the Niners, but that by the end, and they it's were a little so, different, you know. Yeah. Um, but how about Anthony Lynn? Yeah, I mean, he just compared the Chargers to America and Pearl Harbor when they got bombed. I think that resonated know, with the guys? <laughs> I, I, the, the problem with that analogy, and I have respect when you're in uh, – when you lose 45 to nothing and you are a leader of like 70 men that are all looking at you in a room the next day, like you do need to pull kind of a rabbit out of your hat. Like you can't just come in with like next time boys, you know, you, you do next need game a, mentality fellas. Yeah. Hey, and then you realize December 7th, Pearl Harbor. I, I get it. I have no problem with you kind of bringing that up. The problem is Pearl Harbor. And he used kind of the charges were America. When Pearl Harbor got bombed, America went on to help save the world. And ultimately got back at the Japanese by dropping two nuclear weapons. Like you're never getting back at Bill Belichick. One and two, you're not you're not saving anything because you're not winning anything. So it's just like I get it and I appreciate it because people were making fun of him. Like I, it kind of resonated with me. Like he's just he's emptying out the chest right yeah, now. Yeah, like I watched him talk. I you know people you're a part of it's making fun of him. Part of it's like you know man there are some Pearl Harbor's just not a Pearl Harbor doesn't get to be used for like athletic motivation. 
you know, it's on the short list of things that it's just like, uh, if they had, if like Denzel had started yelling about Pearl Harbor and remember the Titans, they would have had to edit that out of the film. You know, it's just, you can't, there are some things you can't, you, you can't. Uh, that's why they use it in Animal House. Well, I mean, House. Denzel did take him to uh, one of those, that bat, remember the Battle of Big People Horror do do the movie. You take him to movies. You take him to movies. No, but I'm saying Denzel took him, remember, on the walk to or the... Yeah, uh, you, sem- that's the, right. Full, every football team that goes to Hawaii goes to Pearl Harbor. Yeah. You're allowed to take him to the spot. You take him and you, you talk about toughness and loss. and you, But you don't just go like in a meeting, like half-ass a Pearl Harbor comp. Like you're doing well, sports me, talk uh, radio. Let me push back. Let me push back at you. It's a, look. Let me just finish this part. There's a reason in Animal House they make fun of a guy doing a speech and he uses Pearl Harbor. I, I, now he did I say the Germans, but I, I would I would have made fun if the coach was like the team was good, like if McVeigh had used this, like if the team was going to be in the playoffs, like it's a legitimate motivational. I I see a desperate man. I mean, well, the guy, I'm the guy's going to yeah. lose his job. I'm so just saying like, Pearl Harbor I, I, I can't work if if you're just like at the front of the room, like fellas. I got one for you. You got to like take him. If he got him on a plane and took him, I'd be like, all right. Why doesn't, I think Hawaii's got like a 12 day quarantine Uh, period. But that would impress you, right? (laughs) That that, would have, you know. They just, we're not (laughs) landing in California. Keep going. (laughs) The plane like, oh, we're supposed to land. Tell the pilot. Honestly, I I see some of these things. He's going to be one of those guys to get fired that you don't feel bad for because he's not good enough. But he's not like, he clearly is not Freddie Kitchens or McAdoo. Like people really do like him. It's just crazy how shitty he is as a head coach. Because at the end of the day, like that team and really has represented him for the last couple of years. Like whatever he does, just completely doesn't work. And this it also speaks to how difficult it is, right? But playing Belichick would be like I was going to use a war analogy, but you can't do that. It just oh, you it could just do it. it couldn't I mean, be any more of a mismatch. I mean, it was just. It wasn't a fair fight. It just wasn't a fair oh, fight. Oh, it was really bad. He lost 45 to nothing. The quarterback threw for 70 yards. And you're an explosive offense. Yeah. I mean, it just you have just way better players. How about, uh, I'll tell you one this week. We'll talk about some games, some lines we like, lines we don't, whatever. But before, this is not really a line. This is two, this is the biggest game of Tua's career, NFL career. I mean, they play the Chiefs. Um, I'm not saying he's got to win. I'm just saying when you we always talk we've talked about it for years when you get to see one quarterback on the same field as another. I mean, if Miami just plays well, I think like most people, you, me, we don't really buy them. But it kind of they're getting center stage now this week. This is kind of their moment. I do think the Chiefs have a lot to play for now, given that the Steelers have lost a game. Probably the best game, or I mean, the game that I'm most interested in watching, Bill Steelers Sunday Night Football. Yeah. Like that's so all of a sudden you start thinking Steelers plus could, two and a half, by the way. You don't like the Bills in that? I kind of like the Bills to beat them. Uh, I mean, Steelers I, have been weird. They are, but I just, to me, like, you know, I don't know. You give the Steelers two and a half points. I kind of like that. Sh- short week. Well, I guess Steelers, yeah, Steelers played Monday night. I was like, short week? Yeah, but there's seven Monday night Double games, short so week. Steelers played in one of them. <laughs> Double short week. When did you get that? I think the Steelers were at home. If I, yeah, the Steelers were at home. Bills, I always feel bad whenever I'm watching a Monday night football game. And it's a it's a east to west team. You know, it's one thing when it's like Giants against the Eagles or Niners against the Rams. It's like, yeah. oh, it's an easy travel. Yeah. When I see like the Bills against the Rams, I'm like, this sucks for the road. Like that is is there a bigger disadvantage in sports? We always do like, oh, the 
you know, baseball, like a day game to a night game, like or night game to day game. To me, in football, Monday night, and I'm, let's say, the Bills, and I'm playing on the West Coast, and I got a four-and-a-half-hour flight home. We're landing at like 7, and it's Tuesday, and the other team has been working for a day, and it's already Tuesday, and they're working, and they've slept. I'm like, I'm fucked. I always feel for the guy that has to do all the shitty grunt work, like, I, that quality control guy's like, this is going to be the worst week of my life. Zero sleep. I don't even think cocaine would get me through this. <laughs> but that that's where I just, it's hard. I, gamblers clearly put that in. I, I don't probably factor that in enough, but that's something to keep an eye on. Just That's just always something I think about. Yeah. But I'm with you. To, uh, I, I don't know. I, I'm, not, I'm not expecting them to, to win. No, I'm not I'm either. Expecting. I just want to. I just because I do think the Chiefs now can start playing with a little more urgency and effort. Yeah, I'm just you excited to sit me, down and enough. watch, watch, just watch Tua. You know, that game's at one twenty-five. Uh, no, remember that's the it's a morning slate. It's oh, in the that's morning. A ten a.m. That's a ten a.m. kickoff. Yeah. yeah, you're right. Some of the ten a.m. games games I mean, in Miami. The games in my the Chiefs games in Miami, obviously because that's who they're playing. Yeah, you got. Uh, you said you like the Jags plus seven and a half. We got Cowboys minus three and a half uh, at the Bengals. You I couldn't don't... pay me to watch a snap <laughs> of that game, not one snap. We, you like Vikings plus six and a half at the Bucks. Uh, by the way, Dolphins are plus seven. Uh, we talked about the Colts game. That's three point spread. Raiders uh, there, there, are getting there, three. There are three games that have huge playoff implications. That obviously the Chiefs Dolphins, like you said. Cardinals at the Giants and the Vikings at the Bucks in the 10 a.m. slate. And we've been talking like the 10 a.m. slate has been entertaining. But the last couple of weeks is like the games don't necessarily matter for one team. Those three games, like they impact the three, both all six teams, right? I mean, Arizona at New York, that's a big game. Yeah. Obviously, right, Minnesota, that, I, Minnesota, Minnesota that wins that game and Arizona loses the game. Minnesota would have a one-game lead. They, they already have the tiebreaker. Well, Minnesota wins that game. I mean... They're in pretty good Tampa, shape. not guaranteed a playoff spot at that point. They would be seven and six. Like, depends on what Arizona does. That's really their they're only a, competition. They're a, they're a little lucky that Arizona's falling apart and they got the Falcons twice and the Lions. The Lions could be sneaky, but having the Falcons twice. Yeah, you're helps. right. Okay. So they're probably in okay shape. Because nine and seven in the NFC gets you the playoffs. And they beat the Raiders if it comes to a tie there. Who's that? Tampa. Wrong division. I always do that to them. I always put them in the AFC in my head. Sorry. Tampa feels like an AFC team to me. They always have. But if Tampa was in the AFC, I would say they're not a lot. No, they wouldn't be. You know? Thanks. Good save. Um, What else we got? Falcons, Chargers, two and a half. No, thank you. How about... Lions plus seven and a half against the Packers. Don't hate that. Seattle. I mean, Russell played one of the, I've seen some people write like one of the worst games of his career last week, minus 13 and a half against the Jets. Remember when Russell was going to run away with the MVP? I was kind of thinking Jets plus 13 and a half. And then I read Mims is out. Okay. I'm like, well, if they got three wide receivers, Mims, Crowder and Perryman, like they just, they can score some points to me. It's like, uh, are, are they just, did they officially break this week with Greg Williams? Or are they officially like, thank God he's gone? I don't know. <laughs> like, do you even... I feel like that you, was their best effort. Like, can't do would that. Would you have any confidence to put any money on the Jets? Their average loss no, was 17 points. No, but I have none. A team that's a little desperate. I, I have none to put on Seattle, but I just... 
you know, it's like, let's not overthink this here, right? Seattle should kill them, in theory. Uh, do you know the game I was? The, I, how about New Orleans minus six and a half at the Eagles? And I, the, the moment I saw that, I, my first impression was I really like it. And then I thought, I don't know, Taysom. But I, I, that my first reaction is I like the Saints minus six and a half at Philly. Jalen Hurts' first start. Yeah, to me, yeah. The Saints defense has been playing good. Saints have just been playing good. Are the Eagles, are they in that quit zone? Like, what the fuck are we even doing? Yeah. But, I mean, and what if it, they like Jalen? If his teammates like him. Is there a chance that Jalen doesn't make it through the whole game? Yeah. Like, the one thing I think everyone just, oh, Jalen. There's a chance Jalen, they're down like 20 to nothing. He's god-awful and he gets yanked. Like, he he's not a lock to finish every game. You know, really, if I were going to do reverse-reverse psychology on Carson, the thing I would do is put Jalen in a position to fail. And then, because Carson's clearly from a confidence standpoint, kind of a front runner, right? He's not going to... Carson doesn't seem like the guy that, at least at this point, not going to handle like a big-time competition well. You need to elevate him by lowering the other person. And if they make Jalen look bad, Carson's confidence will go up, and then you'll get the most out of him. I agree. Not not a terrible... What if that's their move all along? <laughs> that's a lot of thinking you have to do for one player. It's a lot of effort. It's like, why are you so high-maintenance? Yeah. You have to do all this for you. So I think we'll, we'll I think we'll have a pretty good idea of the playoff picture. I mean, a better. I mean, it'll, it'll we're gonna start getting some clarity these next couple weeks. Yeah. Uh, LSU bull band, John. Speaking of the postseason, they're out. So you gotta give Ed some credit. You gotta give Ed some credit. <laughs> what did you, when I saw that, I was like, wait a second, what's the record? Now it doesn't really 26? matter this year because who knows? A three like people talk about I, bowls. I've said it from the beginning. I don't care. I don't care about your bowl games. If the players want to play, I'm fine. I bet a I get I bet we get record opt-outs if there's even bowl games. Don't talk to me about motivations for bowl games. Players are not no one's motivated by a bowl game this year. No one even knows what it means. You know the problem too for a bowl game is typically it's fun for the players. You get to go for a week to like Disney World, you get to go to wherever, some yeah. of these cool cities. That is not happening this year. So it's just like I, I would imagine maybe you've read, I, I would just assume like they're not going to these bowl venues. I doubt they're right? doing all the fun stuff. Yeah. I mean, yeah. So, it's and like, they've all been, you don't get to go on rides and get to go on the night singing. Also like going to, going to all hang out at a hotel. Like, no, I, we've been doing that all year. We've been cooped yeah. up in a hotel for, for two months. Like I, that doesn't do anything. For I, me. I think when the, when the dust settles and a, a huge part of bowls are getting these huge sponsorship dollars. Well, they're running out right now. Right. People are hoarding some cash. It wouldn't shock me if we get the Final Four, the New Year's Six Day Bowls, and then a very, very tiny percentage. Well, I think the one, whatever, I don't have the list, but whichever ones ESPN owns, I would imagine those get played, right? Because they need content. Because they are, they already have them. Like they need to play them. Yeah, it's money. It is money for them. Um, but money for the teams. Yeah, but it's also money for the net. Like ES, like the owner of the bowl is going to be motivated, right? Yeah, good point. Good point. So uh, maybe you'll get those games, but uh, I don't know. You're going to have to find the teams to play them. And obviously if there's money to be made, they'll take it. But That sucks. I always like that first week of Bulls that are just shitty teams that entertains me. on the back I know. Of my, they're on like four day. Four day it's like, like Ford Field. It's like, oh, who's this? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's Ohio against uh, uh, five and seven TCU Grambling. Like, okay, I'm in. <laughs> you know, that's the other thing. You get like a six and six 
Colorado versus Ball State, the MAC champs. You know, it's like, okay, I'm in. Uh, I do have to say this. So I was just scrolling Twitter on Thursday morning and I saw, I guess, MLB.com launch something called Film Room. Mm-hmm. You can just go in and search anything. So my first search, no joke, we, we, we're we big fans of the guy, but my first search, I went, we talked to him a few times and liked him. I typed in Zamarja, and then you could filter by like the longest balls hit off Zamarja. And I was like, boom, boom. And I just had all these like first one was like Tatis, you know, just absolute balls, just everything. You could just search anything, anybody. It's, it's incredible. So I went Lincecum. Give me Lincecum. And the first thing that pops up is his Cy Young. He gets the Cy Young in 10. And then it's his 14 strikeout game in 2010 against the Braves. Yeah, It's really cool, but it doesn't have the first three years of Tim Lincecum's career on it. So I would just, I appealed. I sent a tweet at the MLB. I said, this is awesome. If you could just add the first three years of Tim Lincecum's career to this database, then so it would does be it perfect. St- does it start in 2010? Yeah, it so looks like 2010 decade? is like the oldest stuff they have. And yeah. not even like the season. Like it looks like maybe it's the postseason. Not really clear. So I can't type in like Greg Maddox's greatest game. Yeah, it's not like Mantle. Oh, sweet. Let me do some film study on the Mick. Um, but yeah, or like if you could get, you know, I guess now on, you know, there's a lot of stuff you can find other places. But yeah, that's the one thing they're missing. But I, I, I but I watched those highlights. Lincecum's 14 strikeout game against the uh, against the Braves. And I got to tell you, John, uh, Brooks Conrad. And Derek Lowe couldn't touch him that day. He was actually, no, he, he was, that was he an all-time dominated. game. I actually heard a funny story. Bob Iger, dude that used to run Disney, I think now Sneaky kind of still does just because of Corona. His favorite player growing up, heard him on this interview, was Mickey Mantle. And he always told himself, my first son, I'm going to name Mickey. <laughs> yeah. Right? After Mickey Mantle. Yeah. And he's like, I was dead set. And I then love the Yankees, I'm the biggest Yankee. And then I finally have my first son. Like he had two daughters, then he got remarried. So he was already pretty established. He might have had his son when he was like in his 50s. Okay. Obviously, he was the CEO then of Disney. He couldn't do it. Mickey. He's like, I couldn't do it. <laughs> so, That's I had not heard that. That's a great story. I mean, think about the likelihood of the only like if you ever work for Disney and Mickey, you just won't be able like the chances would be slim to none, but it happened. That's pretty good. Uh, what else? Anything else? I feel like we, this was very efficient. We got a lot of stuff in today. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm oh, ready to go. Guy. Do we have any spots left in our DraftKings? Sign up on the DraftKings. Last I checked, I, I sent it to someone who asked on... We had 11 spots left as of recording this, so by the time this podcast gets released, it might be uh, might be gone. But again, get in the Haber. I'm going to try to spend a little more time this week. I want to fucking win. I, li- I like that attitude. Yeah, I'm gonna. Well, I'm gonna think a lot about my skill guys, who their quarterback is. I'm not gonna be like, oh, I like the skill guy, and then realize, oh, his quarterback's, uh, you know, Billy Allen. Like, yeah, that's not gonna work. Who is that guy? You, you just, talking about the Bengals again? No, I just made up a name. <laughs> that might be but the Bengals quarterback. A, there are some like DJ Charks. And that's what's weird about the Jacks. Some of their guys, like they still throw up points, but I get scared off by their random quarterback. But then I'll pick Michael Thomas, who costs like eighteen hundred or eighteen. Like, he's so expensive. I know. But it takes them as a bad game. I, I don't know. It's playing fantasy is hard. It, it it really is more difficult than I ever gave it credit for. I always like these losers. I, I want to work in real football. Then I start playing. I'm screaming like it's way easier to so evaluate a football player than it is to put together a fantasy lineup. <laughs> I, I swear to God, it is much easier. You give me five players, John, rank them how they'd be on teams. Give me a draft board. Then it is John put together a really good fantasy lineup this week. And you put more pressure on yourself than Harry Roseman ever did. Big time. <laughs> 
Because unlike unlike in the NFL, you know, you're evaluating you're you're because somebody damn me the other day, like you put so and so on your roster. I'm like, damn, no, nah, didn't mean to, but yeah. Publicly it shamed. Happens. I know. All right. On that note, have a great That's weekend, me. everybody. Peace. That's not just the sound of that first sip of morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.